It is season five. Six. Maybe. <laughs> we are just that corny. Well, our last podcast got over 200 views, which is... Uh, Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And we awesome. got a bunch of people subscribed, so it was really great. That's like good. To it's see encouraging. That. So, good. you know, you need to tell us stuff you want us to talk about on Coffee with the K's. We have coffee. Absolutely. And yeah. we're the K's, yeah. in case you didn't know. There we go. Hey, I can't clink. Mine doesn't clink. It clinks. It's got to clink I the I have top. the snuggly cup. I did. I gave you the, the one with the sweater. So what kind of coffee is this, Josh? This is the Grounds and Hounds Peppermint Mocha. It's good stuff. Yes, it's really Hounds good. and Hounds, yeah. um, one of my favorite coffee companies. It's from uh, Jolette, um, Tennessee. Oh, okay. So when you order it, it comes pretty quick because it's coming from, that, that's near, outside oh, for of us, yeah. yeah, outside of Nashville. And um, they really do have good coffee. And I love the, I was waiting all year for the peppermint mocha and I bought several. Oh, did you? <laughs> I did. Oh, okay. So that's why I have a bag. That's why you that's have it. a bag okay. and I have that's a bag. Not- but um, they really have good coffee. And then uh, 10% of the proceeds go to help uh, dog animal shelters, good. specifically good to cause. help dogs. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's yeah. always a good thing. And yeah. you know, you really taste peppermint and you really taste mocha. Yes. Yeah. And you really taste coffee. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's not it's sweet. Very good. No, it's, it's not, not like sweet. super sweet. Like if no. you went to you know Starbucks and ordered a peppermint mocha latte, you know, it would be full of sugar and everything and yeah. this isn't there's no sugar in this it's, but it's just got the it's got the essence you know it's very so, good because it still yeah. tastes like coffee like you yeah said. It's, it's really good it's, it's delicious i think last year they had a um like a peppermint cream one mm. that was not as mocha-y it was well, still Bo- good boyers was the one with the peppermint cream oh okay sorry yeah that was different i stand correct yeah you should i sit well and that was that was good but that's all it was it was basically you know coffee with peppermint in it <laughs> yeah know? well this is delicious it's very nice well let's light the fire okay Uh-oh, which um, one yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. Have, we have yeah, like multiple things here well, today modern drummer did oh a yes i have my notes of the top 10 best drummers ever modern drummer did this no no this was what rolling was? stones was it rolling Stones? Yes. rolling stone this okay. is rolling stone magazine that because that standing corrected well hey but that that makes a difference that makes a difference because it's yes. one thing for modern drummer to say these are your top ten. It's a different thing for Rolling Stone, which not only covers music but is doing you know movie and games and you know all this. Uh, yeah, stuff, this right? came it's out entertainment, um, the December entertainment December twenty second, twenty twenty three. So we were going to talk about it over like a Christmas podcast, which yes. didn't happen, which became this New Year's podcast. New Year's Happy podcast. New Year's. Happy, Happy New Year's. Year's. Year. Yes. Yeah, so yes. Rolling Stone's right. top ten drummers. Okay. Yes. So, you know, the the people who did this, uh, the people participating in the poll, mm-hmm. are not what I would say... Educated drummers. Very educated. All right, so you're already, yes. you're already setting it up. So, yeah. we, we might have to bleep a few things well, out here today. Okay. Just no. Because <laughs> the first thing, they didn't include Buddy Rich. In the top ten? Yeah, the top I'm not 10. sure that's... I've ever seen a poll of the huh. 10 best that didn't include Buddy Rich. They put Gene Krupa in there. Yes, Gene Krupa. Well, he did yes. come first, so... Yeah, but Buddy Rich and him, they were tight. And, yeah. And yeah, then Buddy Rich just took neck. over, you know? Yeah. You know, it, I've heard the Buddy Rich hate. Uh, I I have the people that, like, he's, he's overhyped. 
you know, that like, oh, he's an overrated drummer. You know, oh, he was on, just man. he was just fast. That's all. He was so fast, nobody could catch him. And he him. was an excellent musician. Oh, absolutely. And people didn't like his personality, I guess. No. All right, so and fun, was, fun yeah. story. Okay, here we go. Do you know the, the scene in my favorite Seinfeld episode the where he's the opposite opposite George? Opposite yes. George. Summer of George. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Just, he decides that every decision he's ever made in his entire life has been wrong. So he's going to do the opposite of everything he thinks. And then that's when like all this amazing everything stuff happens. Everything happens, right. yes. All right, so if you haven't seen the episode, go watch it. It's the best. It's my yeah, it's absolute funny. favorite. There's a scene in that uh, episode where they're in the uh, movie theater and the guys behind them are like cutting up and kicking yeah. the seats and stuff like that. And he stands up and like reams them out in yeah. front of everybody, right? And he's like, you know, I'm going to take you outside and I'm going to show you what it's like. That's so, it, yeah. Yeah, so according to uh, George Alexander, who is a Boston U alumni, by the way, huh? he got inspired for that scene. George Alexander? Or, no, no, no. Jason, Jason Alexander. Alexander. I'm saying he played yeah. George. Yeah. Jason Alexander, yes. He got inspired by listening to the Buddy Rich bus tapes Uh-oh. where he's ringing his band <laughs> out. Yeah. Playing yeah. so bad. <laughs> he said he listened to that. And that's what he got inspired to do the rant as, as George. For listening to Buddy Rich. <laughs> yeah, he was a tough nut. I mean, well, yeah. and he he was kind of arrogant, but a lot of musicians are arrogant. It's well, not just you know. I mean, he was setting kinda... records at twelve years old. Yeah, I mean, yeah. In the world of music, I mean, yeah. yeah. And his parents were involved in music. He ra- was raised in a musical home, and right, you know, all those great things that contributed to his upbringing. Absolutely. Now, who put who put the drums? On a platform was that, that Gene, was Gene Krupa? Krupa? Okay, because I think I remember that. Um, and Is that I, he was playing with uh, Dorsey, right? Or no, it was uh, uh, Benny, Goodman. Benny Goodman. Yeah, yeah, he was playing with Benny Goodman, and they now yeah, he they gave came, the drummer some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they came to see the drummer, yes. and they couldn't see him they over the orchestra, so right. they raised him up, gave right. him the platform, and it lives today. Absolutely, yeah, it definitely Absolutely. stuck. Yeah. So, so that was that's one controversial thing about the list, which is always. It's funny because you didn't even read the list. No. We're already starting now. You need to just read the list because we're okay, here's here the talking list. about it. Okay, start no, at ten. Ten. Stuart Copeland. Yes, he's an excellent drummer. I don't know who he is. He played with the police and. Uh, oh, yes. oh yeah. Okay. 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 No, Rosanna. He, yeah. 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 Toto. Okay. You took, know. took me a second. Yeah. He is a good drummer. Very He's an solid awesome drummer. Very solid. Good strong pocket. Lots of hits. Yes. Right. Al Jackson Jr. Yeah, you're the crickets. Yeah, I don't know. Do we and know who he played with? No. Nah, you wrote I, it down, no. you didn't write anything about him? No, I didn't, because it was a video on YouTube or Instagram, and I could play the video. No, don't I play just, the video. <laughs> I said to Dad, yeah. I'm just going to write the names Book down. Book at C&MG's. Worked for Stax Records. Okay, so he was okay. kind of like Pistol. Because yeah. he worked for Stax Records, so he was on all of those soul hits. Yeah, and Pistol stuff. wasn't on that Pistol's list. Pistol's not on the list. That's a that's a that's a, a disservice. Okay, so number eight, Mitch Mitchell. Oh yeah, Mitch yeah. Mitchell was a machine. I, see, I don't know who that is. He's not uh, uh, Jimmy Hendrix. Jimmy Hendrix. Drummer. Oh, okay, well, you know Jimmy Hendrix. Yeah. So <laughs> here's the thing: I was talking to a student. Um, about this because I made the comment I didn't think that Jimi Hendrix songs 
would have been as good if he didn't have Mitch Mitchell. Absolutely. Yeah. And then they, he was like, what? Really? I said, yeah, go and, and try and play one of those songs. Right, right. Well, because he's like busy all, all the, time. the time. He is all over the place. And that was, that was the thing is like you, when you go and listen to Jimi Hendrix music, everybody's listening to Jimi Hendrix, right? Yeah. Right, right. But that's where if you, if you really like, and, and you can go to YouTube and see there's the drum isolated videos and stuff, you yeah. know, where they like pull out the drums so you can really just here just listen to fire and just like imagine if those drums weren't happening right yeah, it wouldn't it, be the same it at would all. be nothing that's it i mean yeah. it's and he would put space like as as good as Jimi hendrix was he gave space for the drums and for the, i think you know. he succeeded as a drummer in that he he helped the music absolutely he didn't help himself he oh yeah the music yeah. He's, well, he, that's it. you know, that's why some people don't even know who he is. Yeah, right. Well, and see, that is that is the knock that some people have on Buddy Rich, saying that he's overrated because he was all show and it was, was all, all about, about him. He wasn't all show. There was, yeah. you know, watch the Buddy Rich tribute. Burning uh, for Buddy, right? You know, yeah. yeah. You have Neil Peart and all these great yeah. drummers trying to play Buddy Rich, and they're they're going like, man, this this is some stuff here. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's it. He had skills. Okay. He had mad skills. So what number was Mitch Mitchell? Eight. Yeah, that's probably... I would I would agree with that. That's fair. Seven, Gene Krupa. We've already discussed yeah. Gene Krupa. He, belong, he belongs on the list. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes, he does. 100%. Because yeah. he brought drumming in... It, as a, He brought swing drumming. Yes. Out and, of the dark. And I feel and, like it was the, the idea before Gene Krupa of jazz drummers it was the one microphone right that everybody gathered around the drums were usually somewhere in the back so it was getting buried in the not much has changed as far as that (laughs) (laughs) well you you go to the college level performances and they're like they put the drummer behind oh absolutely i know i know i have to tell my my students that are playing in bands and stuff i'm like all right when you hit the drum and you are right next to it you think it sounds loud because you're right next to yeah. it you have to realize you got all those bodies you got to get yeah. and don't listen to the trumpet players yeah. in front absolutely of you. that's what exactly <laughs> what i tell them the trumpet players gonna always tell you you're too loud yeah i think those guys just have problems you know yeah like, with noise they don't consider what they do being loud Jokes you know like at this uh, scambia all county thing that oh, we yeah. went to and you were yeah. playing the drums and you know they're they put the other guy behind the piano you oh, couldn't yeah. even hear him right he was a good drummer Absolutely. You know, but uh he was buried and, yeah and then you were like yeah it ain't gonna work for me man you yeah know, you gotta put me out front yeah, i know and it was funny because i did put myself out front and well nobody and said anything well, you know no, like, because people did say stuff they well, were like the drums are well yeah yeah let me put They're it this way loud. the director didn't say anything no and then so, josh yeah. asked me and i said no the drums are not too loud yeah. and, and everyone's like well that's because that's your son on the drums i'm like well no, no because i'm trying to have a balanced view i don't think the drums are the demon of the band well you know? a lot of times people don't understand that's the power yes. of the music absolutely yes. is the drummer yeah. yeah that's the locomotive right and you know we don't want to hear that well, going going to going back to you know the Buddy Rich Gene Krupa thing. So you know Gene Krupa, 
kind of made the drums, uh, I felt like he got it recognized as a legitimate part of the band, yeah. not just the background thing. Oh, yeah. And so kind of yeah. bringing that into the spotlight, I think, inspired generations of drummers Absolutely. that maybe wouldn't have been drummers. Because now it was cool. Right. And he, well, and it's not just it was cool, it was it exists. It like exists. That, That's there what I'm saying. Go. Like Because, you, you know, they were playing before and it was snare drum and the bass drum player and like yep. the second line in New Orleans and right, stuff. Right, right. And the whole idea of the trap drum set was, you know, a relatively new concept. Yeah. And so he took that and made it like, no, I'm a legit part of this band. Oh, and, and he, he didn't just play the snare drum. He played the toms. Yes. Sing, yeah. sing, sing. Yes. Oh, you yeah. can't take the toms out of that. 100%. And if you did, it would destroy the song completely and it would be crap. People would be like, eh, you know, oh, okay, yeah, I guess that's right. Like Absolutely. That yeah. No. And so that's why you say, like, you look at, um, you remember Chick Webb, you know, Drummer, yes. Chick Webb, so Webb, Web, yeah. So he he had that was before the trap drum set, right? And then it was like, so that's kind of how I look at it is it was Chick Webb and then it was Gene Krupa because we had the trap drum set and Gene Krupa is what made that put it all together, yes, and yeah. made that made that possible. So then you know, the drums now are being recognized as a legitimate part of the orchestra, right. Um, and then Buddy Rich comes along, and I felt like he just he just took that and to the next elevated, level. Yes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and so that that's where, like, like I said, I, I've heard people knock on Buddy Rich as you know, like, oh, he was just all about show, and it was just about playing fast and blah blah blah. But now, we don't want to see a show when we go listen. To well, I know, show. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's well, it. Why, I don't want it to be entertaining. Why put him up yeah. there? Yeah. it's not going to be. Yeah. But I played a caravan for a student uh, just last week. And I used Caravan as an example to him of how you use dynamics when you're playing with a with a band and with a jazz a jazz band a big band mm -hmm. you know because there's times in Caravan where he's keeping a beat it's fast and syncopated yeah. but it's, it's way soft. subdued dynamics yeah. you know that's yeah. it so that the and then he builds it and builds it yeah. and then it leads up to the drum solo at the end you know and it was it was great it was an excellent show of uh, musicianship yes. for a drummer you know. Okay, number six, Clyde Stubberfield. Yeah. Yeah, our boy I, Clyde. I almost feel like he should be higher on that list, just given how even after he's died, the, the his music is still being yeah. used. Yes. And yes. he's still the funky drummer. He's still yes. the funky drummer. All these years later. <laughs> yeah. Who's the funky drummer? Yeah. Clyde. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. and it really is enjoyable to watch clips of James Brown with Clyde and just how yeah. he... He kept, you know, he gave him so what, much credit. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah. you know, the whole, that was the give the drummer song. That's, that yes, was what I, the go. joke I made earlier. And on that clip, know. on that, that Instagram clip, he says that, you know. Yeah. Like, say, so, okay. So, yes. And we. Well, and so, Kai still okay. feels still to this day is the most sampled drummer yes. ever. Out of everybody. Out of everyone. You even, you know, Drake is using his samples yeah, and Michael stuff. Michael Jackson. I mean, yeah. That's yeah. Going so, on. People, that's why I'm saying, like, I, I think he should be higher on the list just because of that, just because well, of the lasting he, influence. Let alone the Funk Brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. a major part of that and helping them. And, Absolutely. But, yeah, well, him and, him and uh, Jabbo, you know, what yeah. they were able to accomplish. So. But they were different. I mean, Jabbo and Clyde, I, I felt like were different drummers. What, Jabbo was more jazzy. Yes. Yeah. Clyde was more funky. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I remember asking Clyde, you know, like, because, you know, I'm a teacher, man. You know, yeah. I, I teach people how to play the drums. So how would you teach me how to do what you're doing? Yeah. And it's like, 
You just do it, man. You just go. Yeah. Oh, okay. I get it yeah. now. Yeah. yeah that's, I was like, well, that, was that don't convey, man. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, if it. I could see that somehow written out or demonstrated yeah, or something, that you know, that's pretty funny. Yeah, it was funny. It's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. Okay, number five, Hal Blaine. Yeah, Hal Blaine was good. Well, Hal, I don't he, think he should be that he high. He was Elvis's. Drummer. Oh, and okay. so when okay. and I didn't know that, so I had to look it up. But yeah. it, it again made a difference in Elvis's songs. If he hadn't had him as a drummer, yeah, the songs would have been different. Yeah. So I think that that's like you guys were just talking about that, and that that struck me with him. He looked kind of like my dad. So the he set. he uh, played for Frank Sinatra, Elvis Presley, the Beach Boys, Simon and Garfunkel, the Carpenters, Neil Diamond, and the Birds. He's considered. To be the most recorded studio drummer oh, wow. in, in history, he claims that he had over thirty-five thousand sessions uh, and six thousand you know, singles. Thir- wow, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of playing. The man was working. Yeah, right. yeah. So then, next number four, four is Neil Peart. Peart. Yes. That's so okay, we got it. We, I heard you say Neil Peart the other day. I've been calling him Neil Peart my entire life, and you've been wrong. Okay, because what <laughs> I've heard him say, it's like ear. Okay. It's spelled the same way. It's yes. pure. And okay. they say and, it that way on just, the video. It's just that people got lazy okay. and called them pert. And, yeah. And, you know, he was like, Man, okay. just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> so he's, he's, he's up there, and you would agree that he should be up he's there. He's phenomenal. So he for the non-drummers phenomenal. out there, what is he most known for? Rush. There you go. So see well, but, but see, then we talked about the burning for buddy thing. You know, and that was his whole. That was he was the whole part of that. You know, yeah, he series, was part of it. Putting that all together, you know. What they did was they took Buddy's orchestra, and they replaced the drummer with top drummers. Mm-hmm. So you got you know Neil Peart and all these other you know Weckle and all these other people yeah. to play the drums doing Buddy Rich's songs, which yeah. was pretty big. Cool. Jazz, awesome. but yeah. they, they did a wonderful job. Well, and then it gave. I, I think I felt like it gave some rise to other drummers that were maybe doing well and were successful but were not necessarily common names like Marvin Smitty Smith I'd never oh, heard yeah. of him oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Until, and that, until watching him play and watching him smoke um, what's his name from Journey Steve Smith Steve Smith yeah, yeah. oh man and the, you know well, Steve, it, it was his attitude yeah in his head, he was a monster yeah <laughs> he was like let me at him drum battle let's do it that was you it know? Yeah, that I was don't it. know there ain't many people that approach a drum battle. Like no, no, that. no. He was he was serious. He yes. was playing for keeps. Yeah. yeah. I, I what I liked about that, you know, Steve Smith would play, and then he would watch him, and then Marvin Smith Smith would do the exact same thing, and but like three times down. faster. Yeah. yeah that's it. <laughs> well, now we're gonna have to watch that. Okay. So yeah. number three, Ginger Baker. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This so a, this is a hemorrhoid. I. Okay. Now here's the thing. It is hard I for saw, me. I heard a guy, I read it. There would be no Eric Clapton without Ginger That's Baker. not true at oh, all. What a That's stupid thing to say. Here, here's the thing, though. You, you, you got to look at his drumming. For me, personally, I don't like him as a person. Yeah, he's, so, oh, oh. he was so, a little obnoxious. Oh, man. And he believed that he was the best drummer that ever lived. Just ask him. And he told people. <laughs> yes. Nobody was better than him. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't get the recognition he deserved. Exactly, and and I. I mean, so that was probably that his was mother that put that in the poll. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, 
right. So no, I he was good. Who did he, he was play solid. With? Cream, Eric Clapton. Yeah. Der- didn't he play Derek and Adonis? Wasn't he part of that crew yeah. too? Yeah. So um, yeah, that was the thing. So his, the, you know, Cream. Yes. 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 I mean, okay. you, you know, I'm knocking a guy who's a successful drummer with yeah, really famous artists. You know. Well, I, yeah, but to say number three on yeah, the all-time list, no. I, I can't. And, I can't go yeah. there. And Buddy Rich is not on the list. And Buddy Rich, yeah. <laughs> so just, above just Buddy coming Rich. back. Yeah. Okay, so number two, Keith Moon. All right, now Keith Moon is another animal. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. was constantly moving. Yeah. He couldn't play regular rhythm. Well, he's kind of fun to watch. Oh, yeah, he's very and entertaining. I I'm not a, a drummer, but just watching him. Well, he, if you ever watch his... He looks his, like he's having so much fun. If you watch <laughs> his face and yeah. his eyes when yeah. he's playing, he goes into another world. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. It's very entertaining. I mean, because yeah. he's like... <gasps> yeah. And you can almost see him thinking, oh, this is going to be so yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he does something else. You know, and then he gets inspired, you know. Like, I don't know. That's He's very fun to watch. When he's not driving cars into twin I know, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's it up on a drum set. That's it. That's yeah. it. But, yeah, he, he was one that definitely, again, elevated the status of the drummer in the rock band, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you look at what Gene Krupa did for drummers in the jazz swing era he did in the rock and roll era, right? Yeah. You know, and um, he deserves to be on the list for real. Uh, absolutely. Okay, so number one is a no-brainer. John Bonham. They put him as number yes. one. Well, well, how could yeah. you not? Yeah. <laughs> are you, they would have. They would like. Okay, let me see that thing. Here? Where's my lighter? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Forget this stuff. You know. Yeah. 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 It's. Um, I've seen. I've had this conversation with people comparing Keith Moon and John Bonham, and like There's which no one was better and and stuff. And um, yeah, yeah. I think. I think if you want to, even if you want to look at just range of what he was able to play, different styles, different incorporated styles. into his music, one hundred percent. Because it wasn't just rock. Then, right, all the time. I and mean, you know, I would have put Purdy on that list too. Yes. Oh, Purdy, yeah. Well, because he influenced like all these. Well, he in, influenced too. John Bonham. I was just going to say that. Pulling the rain's got the Purdy shuffle. The Purdy shuffle, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard when you have a list that's limited like this, and it's very subjective. Yeah, and, there's only ten. And again, it's it's not modern drummer like it. it it's like we, we were talking the other day. I don't know if it, we talked about it on the podcast. Probably not. But we were talking about Luciano Pavarotti and Placido Pl- 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 no. Domingo. Oh, yeah, yeah, So there's... And my dad and I would debate this for hours because they're two of the greatest tenors of the world. And, and yeah. yet you have your opinion. You have what you feel like sounds best. Yeah. You know, I'm not a Pavarotti camp girl. I, I I like Placido Domingo better. I know, but so it. But you do have your opinion comes in, and so that's what happens. I think with a list like this. So who who else belongs on there? We talked about uh, Purdy. Purdy, and I I really feel like you know it, it's a Max Roach, Joe Jones. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I could go on. There's well, I, I think it's a disservice to leave uh, any of the Funk Brothers off of there, like, yes. like Pistol, Eurozone, oh, well, yeah, Papa yeah. Zita. Yeah, you yeah. Know, because, Pistol should be on yeah, there. Those yeah, were, those were the, the beginning but again, there for Motown. Pistol was a 
he was a part player. He supported the music. Yeah, oh, so did Uriel. Yeah, you know, so that's probably why they don't stick in people's minds, other than the fact that they're on the Funk Brothers. Well, and well and I, I was gonna say for anything. That's the that's the thing. So if you guys don't know, you need to check out the documentary "Standing in the Shadows" of Motown. I know we've talked about this on other Excellent episodes. Movie. Yeah. It's it's really because we all know the songs. We know the Motown songs. You know where we everybody does. You know, and um, but you don't know the band members behind it. You know, and the the fact that Motown Records wouldn't have been anything without the Funk Brothers. Yes. You know? And um, and you know it changed over time. You know because you know members died, guys left. You know things like that. And so it you know it, they cycled through some members, but there was a there was a critical core, core mm-hmm. yeah, of musicians um, that that you know really created the Motown sound, and then you know led to. And if you never heard Bootsy Collins do Motown music, oh man, yeah, that yeah. movie's gonna blow you away. Yeah, yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, because they do in the in the it documentary. It was crazy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the documentary, you know, they they talk about you know the history of the Funk Brothers and and whatnot, and a lot of them were still alive, you know, at the time when they were making it. And I think Pistol died before it came out. Um, he had cancer. Yeah, yeah, he had cancer. But he was on it so he did yeah he was 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 able to yeah yeah and then that was the thing they had a concert you know in in it like a tribute concert and they all played and you know that was that was really cool but yeah i think i think to a certain degree some of the reason why a lot of people you know in the documentary when they were doing the documentary were like people need to know this story they don't know the story i think to a certain degree they still don't really know the story. No, you know? no. nobody knows. But it I happens. Mean, it, the common you know, people don't. Yeah. I remember the first time we went to a NAM convention in Nashville. And, you know, I don't know any of these drummers or guitar players like you guys do. And I, I just know I listen to the radio and I put it on and I hear this song and it makes me feel good or whatever. And we, we we're driving down the street. And here comes this regular-looking guy just walking up the street, and you guys were both like, "That's so and so," and I can't—I yeah. don't know who it was. Yeah. That's oh. he's famous. Take a picture, you know. And yeah. I was—I so, and it was happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> it was yeah. happening the whole time we were there, and then then this whole other aspect of music was opened up to me because I realized that these musicians that are on all these tracks that I love. They make the song. Yeah, absolutely, they're not all Prince who played like every instrument. Right. I mean, they they do. They relied on these drummers to lay down a beat, and and they were so and, creative. You, know, you, you can't do that conversation without talking about the bass players too. No, absolutely. You know, yes. yeah, Jameson. Oh yeah, yeah, James Jameson for real. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's so interesting because it it you you give the credit to Elvis, like you know Elvis. Yeah. It, this. He did this. He was the king of rock and roll. But Elvis didn't play all the instruments either. And right. he, he had people supporting him that made the songs what they were. Well, and like, who was who the guy that was the drummer for Michael Jackson for all those years? Moffat? Um, yeah, yeah. Sugarfoot Moffat? Yes. You know, well, like that's these, amazing. These guys yeah. like that. I was watching a video of him playing. He was doing uh, Billie Jean. You yeah. Know? Oh. And, you know, just... Yeah, yeah, he's got the symbols up here. Exactly, yeah. And I'm just like, you know, it was so amazing, you know. Or, or he, it was Smooth Criminal, that's what he was playing. Yeah. It was Smooth Criminal. And it was just, man, it was so tight. Yeah. And, and like, the, I didn't realize how syncopated the beat was. 
you know oh and all those songs man. yeah yeah and it was just it was it was incredible but that's the thing is when you when you think of smooth criminal you don't think oh man that's an awesome drummer no. you know you're <laughs> like you're, you know that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> michael jackson kind of dwarfed everybody yeah that's it that's it and you're thinking you're doing the movements and the <laughs> you know, not, yeah, that's what you're thinking. You're not thinking like, oh, the drums are holding that whole thing. And like you said, in the bass said, yeah, you know, yeah. and and he he was accenting that, you know, you know, he was putting yeah. that accent on the offbeat like that, and um, made it so cool and so yeah. infectious. And then you know, Michael could do his thing on top of it, you yeah. know. But but yeah, that's again the the person that's out in front. Is the one that's getting the spotlight. And then sometimes the person in front has instructed the drummer or the bass player, like, you know, because like, um, oh yeah, James Brown. James Brown, if he didn't like how something was going, he would switch drummers or he would tell them, I want you to do more of this. He he really orchestrated a lot of what he wanted. And that's why him and Clyde just, they just gelled gelled, together. They Mm -hmm. thought the same about that stuff. Absolutely. Well, and so many times, you know, and we know because we heard it from Clyde's own mouth. Like, that's that's the funny thing about it is like, I can tell this because i heard him tell me you know that like he would just they would just be jamming like warming up and stuff and then james brown would walk in and be like yeah do that again do that you know now you do this and you know yeah yeah and then next thing you know they gotta you know they gotta hit you know and and now they're they're recording and you know and that would just they would just play that's my understanding i i never was and i'm gonna mention him again i never was a a fan of prince i just didn't like prince i just thought he was creepy i did just a lot of (laughs) and back massively talented yeah uh, Yeah. now you know i'm realizing this like oh my gosh why didn't i know yeah that how what an incredible musician he was i mean (laughs) i really it's so funny to me because i had no influence went into michael jackson and Uh, uh, like so many oh yeah yeah well it's it's funny because i remember when he did the super bowl I remember watching him do the Super Bowl, and he did Purple Rain, and he did a guitar solo in Purple Rain, and I remember at the time thinking, "Yeah, this sucks. Like, this, <laughs> this is really like." And I, I, you know, I was like probably ten, like yeah. you know, like, and I just remember thinking, like, that was that was a pretty lame show, you know. And then like I watch it back now. And I'm like, what the heck were you listening yeah. to? Like, I don't know where where my head was because I listen to it now and I watch it and I, it was it's like incredible. Oh, it was awesome, yeah. Well, and then you know, I just didn't realize a lot. I guess there were things I didn't like about him mm. personally. I guess, but you hear him sing and he uses his voice like another instrument. Oh yeah, in the does. band. I mean, it's there's times he, I you know the song is when doves cry and he makes a sound of crying doves <laughs> musical yeah <Yes>. yeah <laughs> it's pretty amazing and he had yeah. quite a range because he had a you know the falsetto and full I mean so I don't know yeah. I, yeah. I do respect him as a musician anyway cool. they need to redo yeah. their their, their, list. Yeah, yes. their list what would be your maybe, top 10 maybe not because it gave us something to talk about <laughs> it did well, it did I, I wonder so. and like you know we can't Skip over the number one drummer there. He, yeah, he we just kind of said John Bauman, and then yeah, 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 huge influence in my life. When yeah. I when I started playing the drums, and somebody gave me some Zeppelin to listen to, which yeah. at that time you know was like FM stations only played that. You know, oh, it was right, like an right, underground right. thing. Yeah, 
And I heard him play, and I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, that funny. is so powerful. Yeah. And, I, and then I wanted to uh, emulate his bass drum work. Oh, yeah. And that brought my playing up, you know, Absolutely. substantially, yeah. trying to do what he's doing and, and succeeding at it. And, yeah, he's a... And, you know, you got to... I got to get back to the story where they... It was on... Uh, I guess it was on Quora, mm. where a guy says, did... Uh, did John Bonham ever perform uh, under the influence, and and this idiot, you know, uh, professional studio and touring drummer answers the question and says, "No, he never did that." Yeah, no. he was a consummate <laughs> professional. I'm like, have you seen the movie? Yeah, yeah you know, song no. remains the same. Right, like he's about to fall into the drum set. Right. So stoned, you know? know, and I saw him in concert twice. Yeah, you know, it was just totally like I don't know what people think how he could rewrite history in here just because oh, the guy was probably a teetotaler, you know, and mm. you know, of course, he did it just like me. We don't mess with that stuff, man. right? Right, well, that well, the that, truth, the man. symbols, you know, they all have their symbols, yeah. right? His symbol with the circles like that was based off of one of his favorite beer companies' logo. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, you know. I mean, you know, and um, apparently he, he was a good dad too. I mean, he, yeah, things I've seen and uh, heard about his raising his son. He, you know, lots of. I used to think his son was a fluke. You know, he just Jason, got his dad's yeah, name, and yeah, you know, was going to capitalize on that. But no, man, he, he there's pictures of him all through his whole life teaching him how to play the drums. Yeah, so. that's pretty cool. And wow, what a, what an awesome thing to be taught how to play the drums by. The yeah. greatest drummer in the world at that time. Yeah, know? I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's cool. Shall we take a break? I suppose we could. Yeah, yes. take a break. We'll be right back. Ron Kay's music instruction has been trusted by thousands in Pensacola to learn, play, and love music. Our strong passion for teaching music provides expert knowledge and guidance, which helps you succeed and have fun with your music lessons. Whether it's a bucket list dream or a desire to enhance your child's life, our music lessons are the answer. Call 850-453-9966 now. Realize your musical dreams. Visit musiclessonspensacola.com today. All right, and we're back. We're back. All right, let's light the fuse on this second We're going again. Yeah. Okay. Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Rocks. Cleveland Rocks. You know, this is the part where you really get that little bit of satisfaction about being a Browns fan that you were denied all these years. Yes. And in case you don't know and haven't talked to us recently, the Browns are in the playoffs and we're very excited. So, like, I've, that's what I've been telling everyone. People are like, so, Miss Kay, how are you doing? I'm like, hi, the Browns are in the playoffs. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, that's how you introduce yourself. It is. You know, we, we, do, we go back to school and yes. the principal says, anybody have good things? And mm. I'm like, Browns are in the playoffs. I'm raising my hand and yeah. she's like looking, anybody else mm-hmm. have yeah. any good things? Because we know the Browns are in the playoffs. Yeah. No, yeah. she yeah. didn't do that. But no, it's it. It's amazing. <laughs> I know. That's why, like, I don't want to... People are, like, wanting to talk about, oh, next year. I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. No, I don't want to talk about it. You got to save it. Like, this is fun. 
It's fun. This is crazy. Yes. Who would have ever thought that I'd be so psyched that Joe Flacco's on our team? Joe Flacco. Yeah, are you kidding me? Joe Flacco that we used to hate. Yes. Yes. I had many names for Joe Flacco. (laughs) Some you can't say. Can't say, yes. Well, the main reason we didn't like Joe Flacco was because he was on the Ravens. Yes. And he took the Ravens. Passed us to the Super Yes, and so, and then, but but when he was on the Jets, the beginning of the year or whatever was it last year or this year? See, it's all a blur. Last year, uh, we were rooting for him on the Jets yeah. because no, we seemed, weren't because he beat the Browns in that one game. Remember? Well, no, I, we yeah, but we were yeah. rooting for him. I remember it's like thinking, it's good to see him still kicking good to see around. Him, yeah. yeah, but it was another reason why I didn't like him because it was like <laughs> you been you needed to retire like five years ago and you're playing backup on this team and you still come here and beat the Browns. Like no, let's you know. talk about the factor of. Coming off the couch. Yeah. <laughs> Being on the couch for, about. what, three months or something? Yeah, something, I think that's what it was. But he said, like, he, he kept working out. He was, like, yes. throwing with his brother or something well, okay, like that. Okay, so was, like, he, yeah. didn't, he didn't need three years to shake the rust yeah, apparently off. Apparently not. All oh, yes, those announcers yeah. need to just... Yeah. Apologize yeah. for being full of crap. They're not going to do well, Deshaun Watson, he's shaking the rust off, man. Just, yeah, you know, it's rust. He's a little it's bit rust. rust. He hasn't played in a year or whatever. And, you know, so we're very, but, you know, yes, yeah. we agree with you. I, I think it's kind of crazy. That's the whole thing is, like, I said to somebody this week, I said, you know, can you believe it? The Browns are going to the playoffs. And he says, yeah. And without... Deshaun Watson. Yeah. No, like, whoa, was like, oh whoa, my gosh. Really? Yeah. How is this yeah. possible? Yeah, yes, that's so. that was the inference. With, well, because you know, again, because you know the whole maybe the hype train was that you know he brought the Texans through you know all that one year and one had year, that amazing one year, one year. Like, yeah. It was the yeah. best year of his career. It was, yeah. and it was probably a injured. fluke. And then he got injured. And it, that's why I like again. I don't even. But that want to was the whole it. like. Let's spend you know two hundred thirty five million dollars yeah. on this guy because he played good for one year. Yes. Well. Know. Know. Well. Yes. It's you know, very. Here we. Here we are. Here we are. We're going to the playoffs. <laughs> Without, but, and then Nick I promised Chubb, I wasn't going to diss the Stefanski yeah, yeah, too much. So you know, Chubb, who was like the number one running Chubb, back, Chubb was, was the offense. Let's just be real here. He, he was. Chubb was the offense, and then he got injured. And he gets how, injured. What second that, game? Third that game? was that was the worst day night of the entire year for me. Yes. That was just like we it was saw so everything devastating. just went oh. poof, and yeah. then it was like the next week when Deshaun got hurt. Yeah, that was then, it. I was like we're done and i'm then, like um, i don't even want to watch them play our anymore. center yeah. went down yeah yeah wasn't it uh posted yeah. he yeah. went he, out he got injured and, and the tackles conklin yeah. went conklin. out and uh, jared wells went out wills, <laughs> wills. jedrick wills jedrick, well, yeah. i wasn't well, all that upset about that yeah, yeah. <laughs> but still, sorry jedrick that's like the whole <laughs> offensive line now well that we were i was excited because i liked that dewan jones and they drafted yes. him this oh, year and he was a monster he's like blocking two guys with both hands yes. and stuff he you know and then he went when he got injured i yeah. was like oh man no like, it was really a lot of injuries and and it wasn't really Yes, it was the Browns, but uh, we were talking this week that a lot of teams have had a lot of injuries. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we wondered, like, why What's does it seem on? like it's more than ever? Yeah. And unless I wondered if the NFL is being a little 
stricter on even letting them play well, with When a guy's knee stuff. goes the opposite oh, yeah. direction, oh, yeah. there's I mean, just a discussion yeah. about it, yeah, no. That was really horrible. And the, I mean, the concussion thing, yeah, they're definitely being a lot mm-hmm. more cautious with that, which they is should good, be. you know, absolutely. But these these were not just concussion stuff that were laying these guys No, out. no, and it then, was knee stuff yeah. and shoulder stuff yeah. and, and broken hands. And I mean, yeah. it's just, yeah, so... Anyway, we're very excited. So we're yeah. playing Houston Sunday. So I've been I've been telling the boys that we might need to um, Saturday. 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 We yeah. might need to do a little addendum to the podcast. Yeah, well, Josh, update. a follow up. Josh is calling game. it yes. espresso with the case. There you go. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. So or shots we, with the case. This depending on how the game goes. There you go. That would be it. So well, it, you don't want the dream to ever end. Yeah, and yeah. You just don't know. You know? Well, and I, I feel I feel confident with the defense like that. I was just looking at the stats. I mean, they're they're the defense is first in scoring drives allowed, first in uh, points given up. You know, the fewest amount of points given up, yeah. uh, fewest amount of yards given up. Sacks. I mean, yeah, sacks. I mean, they're, they're just, they check the box in all these different stats. And, you know, it does make me think of the 85 Bears and, you know, the, the Eagles that year. They had Nick Foles as their quarterback. You know, he was the backup and they had an awesome defense. And that's yeah. what got him to the Super Bowl. And Yeah, they say defense wins games. That's it. Yeah, it's kind of a thing, and yeah. so and then and then you you can't talk about the playoffs without mentioning that Baker Mayfield has taken the yeah. bus yeah. to the playoffs. Yeah. And yeah, you know, I'm happy for Baker. we are happy for yes. Baker. Yeah, he and, got screwed by Cleveland, and there's no denying that. And yeah, I'm so happy to see him stick it in our face. You know? Well, and yeah. then he got hired on by Carolina <clears throat> and they beat Carolina in order to go to the playoffs. Yeah, so yeah, that, that was, was kind of an story. added little well, thing. Stefanski did that thing. He's yeah. not a team player. He can't get along with nobody. He didn't do that. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. Oh, that was what, that was inferences that people, he never said that. He, <laughs> he, he said now the, the on camera yeah. yes yes that was a good now, point now what happened was you on the side what yeah. happened for sure was he was injured and he shouldn't have been out there playing mm-hmm. and he was making them play and, and making them throw he should so, not have been why? because he didn't want in my opinion he didn't want him anymore right and yes. he wanted to show everybody he's not good I need a new quarterback and I think that's what you happened. don't need to bury the guy no. to yeah, get that, that was, point across that was that's such, he did the same thing to OBJ man they they, you know, destroyed his character and his dad and all that stuff. Yeah. And it was just, it was just like it was wrong playground yeah. bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's you know, Baker. That was a terrible game. That that game, and he he threw what five interceptions. And you know, after the third interception, they should have put him on the bench. Right. I don't yeah. understand why we like. Let's keep having. Well, they didn't do that to Flacco. No, they didn't do that to Flacco. He throws three interceptions. They're like, okay, he'll get three more touchdowns. Yeah. yeah well, that. And, and, well, yeah, and so. again, to to be fair, exactly. So they're treating Flacco the same way they were treating Baker Mayfield. No, Except but it's he's not, not the same. No it's shame not on it. It's not the same. Flacco's yeah. better player. Yes. It's the bottom line. You you know, even in that game against Carolina, I'm I'm happy for Baker and yes. I want him to do well, but he is not an elite quarterback. No. no. He's not. And you watch him play against no. Carolina, they almost didn't they win almost that game. They almost didn't win. So, and it's not I mean, just Baker because the running backs, it was, it was right. definitely so, a team you know, Again, so you can't, you know, I think that the way that it's working right now is, yeah, Flacco is an elite quarterback and they're playing to his strengths and it's working. And I think they were trying to do that with Baker and Baker is not an elite quarterback, but then 
then the, you know Stefanski's mistake is you recognize that and then you got to change which he right. didn't do. No, this and year so I think he made he has more made changes. a lot of changes this year because yes. there were a lot you know, of times. I, I mean, coach of the year, I think not. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's just hype and much yeah, crap. Yeah, yeah. Because he made some serious personal, you know, he made that thing between him and Baker personal. He made that thing between him and OBJ personal. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he gets Deshaun and like, well, he's just shaking off the rust. Right, you know? right. We're losing every game, but, you know, he'll come <laughs> around. He'll, he'll give, we we won you, one. Did you see yeah. that one play he did? Yeah. You know, and like, we were, we were trying to get, you know, we wanted to believe in Deshaun. We really did. When the yeah. season started, yeah. I think all three of us were like, okay, we, we don't like this. He's getting way too much money. There's way too much hype. Well, when we came around to the idea that was he, like, he's our guy. You we're can't gonna, do anything about it. They paid him all the money. Right. He's stuck. We're stuck. It's the way that yeah. it is. And then that was the thing. And, and then he, DPJ played and he did, he had like a good DPJ, game. D- DTR. DTR. Too many initials. Too many initials on the team. Yeah. All these guys with three names. I, know. You know? I like PJ Texas Walker Ranger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. PJ Walker, yeah, Walker Texas Ranger. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But yeah, it, it, you know, it, it's been a it's been a tumultuous uh, last couple of years. Yes, but so, you know, it, you it know. is a little bit. It's a little bit weird thinking about. Like I did my bracket for the um, the oh, right. pick game pickums, you I know. Do uh, that. I gotta bracket. do mine too. Yeah, it's the bracket for the the playoff black bracket. Yeah. And you know when you do the bracket, it I think it's gonna come down to us and the Ravens. Yeah. I really do. Mm-hmm. And I, I and I and then I think I, a lot of people do. I don't think we're gonna beat the Ravens, and if we go to the Super Bowl, I mean, I I don't think. Well, I don't know. I don't know. If everybody's healthy, that's the thing. I mean, we did it before. Shoot, that one year we did it with Baker. So, yeah. <laughs> but it's just when you look at the lineup and like you pick, okay, we win, we beat Houston, and then if you pick who you think's gonna win the next one, and then and you go all the way down, it's like it, it's it could it, it's, it could really happen. Possibility. It could really happen and I mean people are some people are really thinking like the Cowboys are going to go all the way everybody thinks like their team's going to go all the way oh yeah I don't think the Eagles are going to go all the way no. I don't think no, I, I don't and think honestly I don't, I don't think gonna, the Dolphins because they they can't seem to beat in important games yes. you know they can't seem to rise up and, yep. and I'm, I'm not just, consistent well not and they've had the injury problems also yeah and that's been part of the problem too. yeah so yeah. I, they didn't ha- they don't have as much depth actually apparently like we have yeah. well uh, <laughs> yeah who yeah. knew yeah yes so um and fantasy football is over yes yeah dad you know, dad beat me. Nah, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, but in our league, <laughs> none of us won. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes. Who, who did it come down to? It was uh, Chris and Chase. Chafee, right? Chafee. No, well, Chafee came in third. Okay. So she's, I'd have to look at our list. We'll have to yeah. do it next time. We'll do fantasy. Yeah, but, there you go. But Chris Smith, I think, won. Yeah. I think he was first. And then I think Ryan is second. That's what it was. Ryan. Yeah, Ryan and then Chafee. Second. And Chafee didn't Chafee. even know. So I work with Emily. That's and funny. um I just, said I saw man, her and I said the, Emily from the draft came on. in third yeah, yeah. and she was like, Really? Oh, Am I supposed to do something with this? Yeah, that's yeah. It. I know. I don't so know. Funny. Oh, that's uh, I, and I don't then know. She I drafted this it. guy, I don't know if he's any good, you know, this Tyreek Hill. I, don't know. I know, yeah. yes. And she did she had Tyreek. So when I told her she got third, she said, Well really, 
I couldn't have done it without my brother. She said her brother, her brother basically was helping her. We, we ah, thought it was her husband, but yeah. it was her brother That's pulling funny. the strings on the sideline. Somebody was doing he's, it. He's from. They're from uh, near Philadelphia. They're from uh, Lancaster County. Oh, so they Eagles yes. fans. Yes, yeah. they're Eagles fans. They're not Amish. Yeah. I, I, I mean, okay. just, I always so say that. What too. happened to Mahomes? He um, lost his mind. No, I, I think nah, I, I think this this is what I think. <laughs> this, this is this is what I think. Okay, I think that this happens, and you can look at other quarters. You know, Peyton Manning didn't win a Super Bowl every single year he played. Tom Brady didn't win the Super Bowl every single year no, they played, he and didn't. he had years that he went up and years he went down. And yes, they didn't have meltdowns. Yeah, yeah, no, no. no. I don't that think, one game he came yeah, he, he. I think that. Yeah, he that game was a bad look for him, but I I don't I don't think it would be fair to say you know he's losing his mind because he had one. I could mark know, from out. that game till today and yeah. tell you that that was the downfall of the Chiefs. Well, so the the chemistry I think in the locker room is the problem right mm-hmm. now, and and I think there's a lot of things that were done that they didn't like that that you know the team has not really gotten over, like for example getting rid of Tyreek Hill. Yes, right. that was a big one. That was a big one. And they all like Tyreek Hill. Yes. They, they were all friends. And yeah. he was amazing. Yes. And he still was, is. Still is. And he was a galvanizing force in there. And when they got rid of him, I think that was a problem. And then it was like, okay, well, who's going to step up to be the next Tyreek Hill? But see, if you're thinking, I'm the reason the team wins. And, that is true. and then all of a sudden, you're not winning no more. That's true. That's what happened. That's how you see that meltdown. Yeah, yeah. And you know Kelsey throwing his helmet and all that yeah. stuff. And I heard somebody say he threw his helmet because Mahomes wasn't throwing him the ball. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, man. and they they yeah. did actually show that in the one game. There were several times that Kelsey was open. Yeah, and, and one he, time he was in the end zone. And is it, like, is it a world? mystery though? Because that we all know that, right? Yeah. Who can you count on to always be open? Kelsey. Kelsey. That's it. He gets open. He gets open. Even he, when they double team exactly. him, he gets open. And so it would almost seem, seem to you know make you think that Mahomes is either second-guessing himself or he's trying to find that new Tyreek Hill, right? Like he's trying to force feed it to Rasheed Rice. Yeah. He's trying to... And Rasheed know, Rice, he had some good games. Oh, yeah. Did yeah. Well. But, you know, if that's, again, if you're trying to force it, that was the problem that year that we had Baker and, and OBJ was wide open and they weren't throwing to right. him because they were trying to make... Uh, yeah, DTR to, or a DPJ, the Golden Boy, and you know all that. Too many initials. I know it's too many. Yes. But that was that's the thing. So like, if you put all your focus on I gotta get to these guys, you know, then yeah, you you're missing the obvious play. And then you know, I think Kelsey, they're not, if when everybody's winning, everybody's happy, right? Yes, yes. And when you're not winning, that. now you're gonna start blaming people, and that's when the locker room starts to collapse. Yeah. And we've seen that every single year as a Browns fan. You know, <laughs> start out real tight, and then everybody's arguing yeah. with each other. You know, last year. They, the reporters that after that one game said that like they could hear them screaming outside the locker room and stuff, you know, and that that's how you knew. Oh yeah, we're done the rest of the year because the, they just the morale was the gone. Morale was the morale was gone. And the, so I yeah, think that's they the started that, that not this year, but the year before with the whole building the Browns. Yeah, and it was yeah. all this. Yeah, like all the touchy touchy. Oh yeah, and they were doing all the activities that. together and yeah. All, yeah, 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 and um, getting and, Rolexes. I know, right? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I will say, not to make this all about the Browns, but there there were some people that said that they, they felt like that going to the Greenbrier this year, where they, they all just left as a team yeah. and, and got away from... They went on their retreat. They were, yeah, that was yeah. their retreat. Because there was nothing to do in the Greenbrier. They had to do stuff together. together. And yeah. that, they felt like that really was a team-building uh, experience because they were practicing together, but then after they were done it wasn't like they could just go home they, yeah. they all had to do, do something stuff. together and then that helped them all get to know each other and kind of because right now they're saying that the chemistry in the locker room is the best that it's ever yeah. been yeah. You know? well and it's fairly fun when you, um what's his name does his little thing a newsome greg newsome oh yeah goes yeah. around and he like asks <laughs> questions He's a character. Yeah. and it and it is hysterical news it with newsome news with newsome yeah. and it is really cute it, yeah He's like, so if you could sing karaoke, what would you sing? And then he's like, given the, yeah. he's got this little tiny, like, lapel. <laughs> yeah, it's connected to holding. the iPhone. Yeah, yeah. It is so <laughs> it's cute. Funny. And it, it's really enjoyable to yeah. watch that. So if you see those clips, they're very when fun. you see how they interact and then with you see him how they, they interact. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's very fun. So, so let's talk about the Pro Bowl. Uh, dissing our players. Oh man, we feel bad well, for them, Jay. No. But they dissed. We got what four guys in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, yeah. And then and the, it, there was like six alternates, so they didn't technically get in, but they could still if other guys pull out or don't. So what happens? Here's my question: Because is the Pro Bowl is before the Super Bowl? Yeah. So what if we go to the Super Bowl? Then they're not going to play in the Pro Bowl. Are yeah, we? I, yeah. I don't think I don't think the Super Bowl players. Yeah. Yeah, participate in the I don't know I have to uh, that that's up. a question for another yeah, time they used to do the Pro Bowl after the yes, Super Bowl that's what I remember yeah and then they changed that a few years back but the Pro Bowl now is not you know because players don't want to get hurt so I think they do it on defensive that defensive player of the year yeah with the uh, with the gag on his mouth and he's what was that oh Miles Miles Garrett oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I mean he, yeah. he everybody knows he's the best yeah he's the best yeah. he's the best bar none absolutely there's yes. no one even close that's why he was complaining about the holding because know. you know they're like that's the only way you can guard him is you have to hold him yeah it's the only right. way you and can the refs are like refs, okay we're yeah, cool that's, with that's that that's how it is yeah. 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 You're, you're too good that's just how it goes yeah, yeah. No, so, yeah. yeah. But, we'll we'll see what happens with that because I don't think I think we find out all of that. That's like the week before the Super Bowl, right? They do all the awards. I the, think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that'd be well. Really if good, there but. was ever a guy that deserved Defensive Player of the Year, it's Miles. Absolutely He's amazing. Yeah, he yeah. he made it to the Pro Bowl, didn't yes, he? Yes. Yeah, he, did. he was a Pro Bowl selection. So that yeah. was at least he got that you know yeah. recognition. That was a nod. Good. I remember his first game, very first play that he ever took, very first snap, he had a sack. Oh, okay. And I, I remember when that happened, and I remember thinking, He's how a- about that? You're a rookie, and your very first play, you get a sack. Yeah, like, yeah. that is amazing. And then that, yeah. look at what he's done now. Well, I mean, when you watch uh, the defensive ends now, they all copy his They style. do, yes. yes. They do. Yes. They're, they're all getting low like and twisting. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, they study him. They, they study do. him. He's they do, yeah. Like, yeah, because, yeah. you know, he does. He gets so low, and he contorts and all that stuff to get around and whatnot. And he does amazing. the swim move and, yeah. and all that yeah and they are they're they're all they're starting to do it now that's the uh, you know yeah he's writing the book baby yeah it's Change, what, changing the position you know what's the saying about uh, uh, imitation is the highest form of flattery that's, there you go. that's the one there you go. That's, yeah. it. that's cool that's cool well boys awesome all right well 
Go Browns. Good. Go Browns. All right. So we uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up right there. So this has been a another fine episode of yes. Coffee with the Case. All right. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Make sure you subscribe so you can never miss an episode. Like and comment on the video what you'd like to hear us discuss next. Maybe you have your top ten list of your own yes. you want us to go over. Uh, it's always a fun uh, discussion, so yes. that would be good. So be sure to check us out on our website, musiclessonspensacola.com. And the music at the intro and outro is provided by Ron Kay in his album K-Struction. You can check that out everywhere that you get your music. And thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode of Coffee with the Cakes.